Hi, Ron here and welcome. We love that you've come to join us here and listen to a lot of our episodes. Please help us continue with this by supporting us through either joining the Barack Center at thebarackcenter.com or joining us at the Fringe Church at thefringechurch.com and sharing and donating through those sources. And once again, thank you for joining us today. Nothing normal with the fridge <laughs> If they got the balls, come and see. Come and see what fringe church is really like. Church. I love fringe church. Awesome. It's a family atmosphere. How long have you been coming here? Over three years, I think. Yeah, brilliant. Yep. And I'll leave you alone, eh? Before you throw something at me. Yeah. Yep. It's um it, it gave me responsibility when I didn't have much. Yeah. Took me to the fringe and at first I was like, oh, a church, here we go. But it's not just a church. It's not like an ordinary church. They accept you for who you are. not so much for fringe it's for the church in general I am completely convinced that church in Australia has no idea how to make disciples we confuse Bible study for discipleship um, and we are very biblically literate people who have no idea how to love people and how to actually put stuff like grace forgiveness hope holiness morality on the ground in a way that people who are desperate to repent, I mean, how many times in fringe has someone walked in and literally one recently walked in, sat down and said, can you fix me? <laughs> and, and the reaction we get is, do you really believe that I could be a person of quality? These people so badly want a new way of living. There are so few Christians who know just how to sit there and make that happen. The stakes are unbelievable for us and others 
who are prepared to unlearn our religion to find the kingdom of God. I hope that makes sense. The Fringe Church has the chance and the ability to make real impact into the way our government actually needs to spend its money. With the mental ill health in Australia spiralling out of control, with 20% of Australians that will suffer with poor mental ill health. Mental ill health is no joke. The mental ill health cost to Australia is $500 million every single day. With 65,300 people will attempt to take their own lives. These are shocking statistics and the death rate is forecast to increase at 13.7% over the next five years. Bloody marvellous. Fringe Church, um, and we're off um, at the moment. I'm heading down to uh, one of the site wards to see uh, one of the guys who's being held over at the moment. Um, and I guess what, what I wanted to briefly talk about, if I could, um, so mental health is a real problem. Queensland in Australia, and um, it seems to only be getting worse. There's there's an absolute fortune which is spent on uh, mental health issues, and particularly we don't really deal with mental health issues until it's um, very visible. You know, there, there was a, a famous author once wrote a book called The Invisible Man, and a lot of a lot of today's society seems like that. The Invisible Man was only only noticed by the chaos which happened around him and never by the man himself. Uh, and a lot of today's society can be like that, where we don't see things until it's too late, until it's been a catalyst for some tragic change or tragic loss or some really big problem in, in society or with those people. Um, at Fringe, we deem to... Uh, build a relationship where we can see those things coming. We focus on them. Um, we know what it's like to be living in that sort of situation and we support you 110% and we do everything we can to get you the best help and the best facilities we can. But um, we tend to wait for the governments to to make change, to uh, come up with the right policy but the, the problem is is that the policies are never going to come but while these people are invisible while the problems are invisible when they only see the crisis when they only see the damage which is done and not the person themselves how will things ever change and governments for do the best they can but the system is is really it, it, in many ways it's kind of flawed purely because they respond to popular opinion. 
they respond to the popular vote. So things like people on the fringes of society are never, never going to um, change unless the 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 popular popular opinion, the popular view, the the view of society has for people on the fringes change. And until that happens, there's no point looking at government for policy, looking at government for support or, or programs which are going to change these things. There was the theologian G.K. Chesterton who wrote a, a wonderful paper called The Medical Mistake. And this explains it really well. And what it is, is he talks about if you go into a hospital with a sore leg, there's no way in some sort of exotic, creative kind of way that they're going to sew on another leg. You're not going to come out with an extra leg. They might amputate your leg, but you're never going to come out with a third leg. Reason being is because we know what a healthy human looks like. Everyone can agree on what a healthy human looks like. But when it comes to social issues, we don't know. We do not have an agreed outcome on what is the best thing, on what a healthy society looks like. And until we do, there's there's no point, because um, all we're ever going to do is argue with each other, is argue with the person who was there before you and say their ideas were rubbish and mine is better. So like having the idea of the concept which we all agree on on what a healthy human is, we need to be able to agree on what a healthy society is. And only then can we work together and strive for it once we're in agreement of that. And how does that change? Popular opinion. So the hardest thing we face on the fringe church and working with people on the fringes is that we uh, need to change popular opinion. We need to change the, opinion, the opinion of the general public that these guys, these invisible men, these people who are suffering from substance abuse, who are coming out of jail, who are uh, having problems with their mental ill health, are worthy of love, of compassion. And not only that, that when we embrace them in community, they become a functional, productive part of community. And the cost to society is then minimised. So, you want to get less taxes. We need to work as a community. We need to come together and we need to change the way we see. We need to start looking at the invisible people and say, how can we help you? How can we support you? As individuals, what can we do to help you reintegrate into society and become a functional and uh, positive role in society? One of the wonderful things at Fringe is the guys who come through our programs is spend time with us. Always want to give back. You know, there comes a point in the time where it's like, I, I don't really belong at Fringe anymore. I'm no longer the drug addict, the criminal, the the whatever it is. I'm I'm no longer that. I'm just a general member of society, um, and uh, that's an incredible day. But all at that time, the guys, I'm so appreciative for what 
for you guys and what you've done walking with us that I want to give back. I want to give my time to this as well. And that's that's how we've grown and that's how we've gone in very short amount of time to, you know, 25,000 odd members. Um, because everyone stays. Everyone, as they come through and they're re-entering society, want to make the change for others and see the cause and want to change the society outlook to look at the invisible man, to find him, to help them, and not just wait for the chaos which happens around them when everything goes to shit, when everything goes wrong. All right, well, um, yeah, that's it. I'll leave you to it. I'm off to the hospital to see one of our guys. Uh, bless you and keep you. Talk soon. Well, I've been carefree. Uh, I'm, I'm 50 years old, so 49 years of my life, I, um, I just didn't care about um, other people's feelings or emotions or, or anything. It was all just me. Um, and yeah, since um, giving my heart to the Lord and sort of joining up with Fringe, I've, I've got a purpose. And um, they they would look at us like, um, what are they, a bunch of misfits? sort of up to, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's just how um, society treats me all my life, so. But they're my family, and even though I've moved away from Queensland, they still support me, they still ring me, they still message me to see how I am um, and keep up to date with me. And I walk alongside them because they've walked alongside me and I want to help other people because they've helped me. So, yeah. Um, the Prince Church is where you need to go if you feel like you don't belong anywhere else because they'll accept you. The Prince Church has helped me become part of a family and has helped me to become a better man. The Prince Church cares about people who are going through some really, really hard times. And it doesn't matter who you are, what your past is, where you've been, all that matters to the Prince Church is where you're going for God. And that's where the difference is. common narrative of the guys coming out of prison is in the first couple of days the, the pressures and the horrors that they face when they're trying to reintegrate into society but put yourself in their shoes for a moment 
So one of the things which is quite common is, is you're given a few hundred dollars, you might have been in there for a few years, and you get a little bit disconnected into society and how things work. And you, you're given time, and you, you let out loose, your time's been served, and you reintegrate into society. That first day, you have to go to Centrelink, you have to fill out a lot of forms at Centrelink, you have to go to your parole office and check in, you have to find your housing and accommodation and get all that sorted. There is so much put on you in that first day, that first couple of days, and often that's when you need the most help. But yet, for a lot of them, they know no one on the outside. The only people they know on the outside and the only ones who will give them an opportunity to help them navigate these difficult waters. For us, sometimes it can be very difficult waters. Never mind someone who's been incarcerated for the last six years or so. So just imagine yourself in their shoes. You've done your time, you've come out, you need help. The only people who will pick up the phone, the only people who will uh, talk to you or offer you help are people from the life you are trying to escape. The people from that, that criminal element, the drug element, the whatever it is. But the people from your old life are the only ones who are there, who will reach out and help. Our rate of people getting in trouble, of people going back into the incarceration system in one way, shape or form, is over 50%. That is a shocking statistic. But the pressure we put on these guys when they come out and what they have to go through at the Fringe Church and what we do is we like to uh, smooth this out and make this as easy as possible. Give them someone who can mentor them and walk with them, who can take them and pick them up when they first come out of prison. To take them to Centrelink, parole, housing, spend the day driving them around. KFC, of course. We've got to forget, can't forget KFC. That's one of the stops they all want to make. But um, we need to get it in place. Change the society, the way society looks at these guys. To give them the support. So when they first come out of prison, they're not left to their own devices. Where the only people who know them or will give them time are the people who help get them into that situation in the first place. So is there any wonder that there's so many people who breach parole, who get into trouble, end back into the system? Over 50% of them who come out do. Through the fringe and through what we've done, we haven't seen, I think we've seen one guy go back in, in the six odd years we've been doing this. So it just shows what a little simple thing, like tying them into a community, giving them someone to talk to, who is of reputable standing in the community, let's say, will make it such a difference when they've got people to honestly talk to, people who believe in them, and people who are willing to help them navigate those difficult waters when you're first released. It's a very simple thing to do. It's not difficult. And we offer training through... Uh, friends of ours who were psychologists, who've done up all these training packages, who can help us know what questions to ask, what not to ask, how to keep safe, how to avoid difficult situations, while we pick up those guys and drive them around. 
We've never written, never had any incidents, but we are prepared for them. And uh, the difference it makes to society when these guys come out and can reintegrate comfortably and know that they've got support, that they've got people around them who care and will help them navigate, will walk with them. And the outcome is so much better on all of Australia and all of us in the community when we can get good integration back into society. Something to think about. What would you do? A couple of hundred bucks. Didn't know anyone. Didn't know how to navigate the system. And you're thrown out and expected to get all that done in 24 hours. Pretty daunting task. We hear the occasional horror story of someone getting thrown out after dark. So their paperwork's been processed and uh, they can't stay in prison because that would be um, illegal incarceration. So the prison system gets stuck and has to put them out. So imagine being your first night out of prison and you don't even have anywhere to go and you end up having to sleep on the streets. This is a system where we've got a lot of problems. There's a lot of holes and a lot of gaps. And at the Fringe Church, we're trying our best to fill them wherever we can. By doing simple things like building community, picking up the guys when they come out, and taking them to where they need to be. And introducing them to a few people who can help support them along the way. Just to be there for conversation. And it's making the world a difference in those guys, and in turn to Australia and to the community at large. A person is learning Jesus, learning the kingdom, getting clean, starting to look for how they can contribute back in, in the wider community. And that's, that's the deal. That's the thing. That's why we're there, you know? The destructive pride is when you're stuck out there in your addiction, your violence, your loneliness, the appalling damage your parents did to you, the threat you're under, the financial mess, the reputational mess, whatever it is, and you're sitting there thinking, I'll find a way, I'll find a way. That word I is the problem, and that's pride. And frankly, the gospel starts with recognition. We're screwed. It's completely screwed. And and that's the freedom, is to sit down. I mean, at Fringe we have a thing sometimes, a bit of a test we put on new people. You know, the question is, do you know you're a dickhead? And the wrong answer is, what? You can't ask me that. You know, the correct answer is, oh, yeah. You know, And it's when we can do that and start to actually form a brotherhood and a sisterhood and love on one another. Stuff changes. I mean, the Bible bangs on about love all the time. Why? Because love covers a multitude of scrubs. Another term for hallelujah. <laughs> That. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we, we hear some interesting um, 
interesting uh, religious phraseology at Fringe. And, uh, <laughs> yes, we uh, won't go there on video, no. <laughs> what are you looking forward to in the future with the church? I'm looking forward to having my own Fringe cell one day and to keep promoting the need um, for people that need help the need for this church the church that shouldn't have to exist um, um, the fringe church is where you need to go if you feel like you don't belong anywhere else because they'll accept you okay love you all bye come check us out what different to other churches I'm just sitting here I got time It's clear to see From up here The world seems small We can sit together It's so beautiful Thank you for listening to another episode. And please, don't forget to sign up to the thebarackcenter.com or thefringechurch.com and help support us so we can reach many more. Thank you again for joining us today. <laughs>